0: Welcome back to the Stock Market Option Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, I wanna build on the previous episode about SPX iron condors. The previous episode was episode 89, this is episode 90, and that title is SPX Zero DTE Iron Condor Option Strategy. And in that episode, I talk through the basics of why we like to trade SPX, what an iron condor is, and a strategy for trading them, something I've been trading recently. In fact, I just closed a winning zero DTE iron condor this morning using that same strategy I talked about. And for reference, I'm recording this on Monday, August 7th, 2023, to get a little context around the time frame. Now, I'm not going to go through that entire episode again about what iron condors are and how they work. So if you haven't listened to episode 89 About iron condors. Maybe go back and listen to that one after this one. But in today's episode, I'm going to share some preliminary research on trading three DTE or three days to expiration iron condors. Last episode, we talked about zero or same day. We're talking about three DTE or three days to expiration today. But before we get started, you need to know that everything in this episode and on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. And the research I'm about to share is based on backtesting and that I have not actually traded this myself. I do believe in the results that I'm seeing, and I'm going to look to implement that soon. But I wanted to give you some some, uh, disclaimer or heads up that I have not traded this yet. This is very preliminary research. But the strategy is very similar to the previous episode where we're using the daily forecast from alphacrunching.com. And we're looking to trade iron condors on days that the forecast are forecasting choppy or indecisive days, kind of sideways action, sort of. Now, over the past few months, one of the days that has been a good iron condor candidate is Monday. Why? I don't exactly know why, to be honest with you. But as I mentioned, I closed a winning zero DTE iron condor earlier this morning, and today is Monday. So it is working. Now, one of the things we're doing when being a net option seller, like selling an iron condor, or even a credit spread, is that we're looking to get time on our side and for price to stay away from our strikes, in most cases, our short strikes. We want our spreads to stay out of the money so that they can decay in time and we will collect that premium. As you probably know, the farther in time you sell, the farther the distance in price you can get for about the same credit. So what would happen if instead of selling a zero DTE iron condor on Monday, based on a choppy alpha crunching forecast, what if we sold a three DTE iron condor on Friday before the close and we held it into Monday? how much wider or quote-unquote safer would our spreads be if we compared a three-day to expiration to a zero-day to expiration that basically expire on the same same day. Remember, if you're selling a three DTE iron condor on Friday, you're gonna have the same expiration as selling a zero DTE on Monday. Obviously, the market's gonna open up somewhere and the strikes um, or the where prices are gonna be different from Friday's close to Monday. But if the forecast is showing that Mondays have been uh, relatively lower volatility days, meaning there's not a strong trend for the most part, maybe we could get some more premium by selling that three-day spread on Friday as opposed to waiting till Monday morning. So yes, we'll be able to get better credit and better pricing for that iron condor on Friday, but what about the risk? Of course, the risk is that something major happens over the weekend and that the market gaps up or down on Monday, and you know, you know, some crazy news event happens. But how often does that happen? I don't have any data for that, but what I do know is that Mondays have been relatively less volatile. And my thinking, the way the reason why I kind of got down this path of of testing out three-day spreads versus one day or zero day is that usually when you get a strong gap down or something, the market's gonna react like it's either going to keep going or it's going to bounce a lot of times you're not going to get a one percent gap up and it trade in a really tight range the entire day sometimes that can happen um, obviously but to me i don't think that that's as common but let's talk a little bit about the spreads again and how much how much wider or farther away we can get versus a zero day versus a three-day spread so this morning i sold a zero dte iron condor where the short strikes were about delta 20 and the spread, the credit spreads themselves were five point wide. And I received a credit of $1.70 or $100 per spread, $170 per spread, and I was able to close it for $1 about two hours later, making the profit of about $70 per spread. So with the short strikes being at Delta 20, when I opened this trade in the morning, the spread itself, meaning the spread between the short strikes, the distance I had, or the wiggle room I had for price to stay inside of my two credit spreads was about 40 points. So what I needed the market to do is from, I think I entered at 945, almost 10 AM Eastern time, about, let's call it 20, 30 minutes into the open. Um, I had about a 40-point range for this trade to work out. If it went higher than that, if it broke out 20 points or so on either side, I would be experiencing a loss. Now, what if I did the exact same structure, meaning the same deltas, the same width, um, and just instead of opening it Monday morning, what if I did it Friday afternoon with three days to expiration for Monday's expiration? So right now, I'm just kind of pricing a three-day iron condor out a three-day iron condor where the short strikes are are the same, about delta 20, I now have almost a 100-point wide spread, meaning the distance between the short strikes is almost 100 points. I think it's like 95 points. So that is more, I'm just going to call it wiggle room, for that spread to work out over the next three days. Now, obviously, anything can happen over the course of three days. Now, the takeaway here that I kind of just want to illustrate is that you're able to look at the delta of an option, that option Greek, as kind of a distance to price. The closer you get to expiration, the closer the delta will be to price. So a delta 20 for zero DTE was about 20 points from price, but a delta 20 for a three DTE was about 45 points from price. So by f- selling farther out in time, you can get a better distance, which makes sense because the market has more time to make larger moves. So this is kind of how the options market work. Very simplistic, uh, basic version. So now that we've sort of established that selling a three DTE iron condor will get you a much wider profit zone, in this case, it was about 95, 100 points, um, it's going to be a, a, the the profit area is going to be wider than, than a zero DTE, but you're going to have to hold it over the weekend. So now opening a trade like that on Friday afternoon may seem a little daunting, but it doesn't have to be because really two of the three days of the weekend, the market isn't going to move. So you're going to naturally have time decay a little bit when you hit Monday morning, barring any kind of volatility or large move. But remember, we got a 100 point uh, uh, range here. And so when you cut that in half, you basically have 50 points to either side to work with. So as long as the market doesn't you know, gap up 50 or 60 points, which obviously it could. So you want to keep your risk defined or risk in check. Um, we actually have a lot of room for um, profits too. So we don't want to always think about the 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 weekend risk. That's something that I've always liked. I like closing trades for the weekend. I don't have to think about it. And then, you know, we can just kind of start fresh on Monday kind of thing. Uh, but what we're trying to do with this trade and with any trade is really just to get the odds in our favor and the iron condor itself, the market is already pricing in that weekend risk. So when we sell that Delta 20 on Friday, the market's already pricing that in as an 80% chance that it expires out of the money, give or take a few uh, a few percentage points. So we're adding the, uh, the high probability of a Delta 20 option expiring worthless or being able to collect some profit. And we're adding that with the volatility sort of level of alpha crunching that's saying hey Mondays tend to be a little bit less volatile at least right now obviously things change and the forecast can change but now I wanted to see how frequent this sort of low volatility Monday uh, had been over the past few months so I went through alpha crunching Mondays I just went through Mondays And I found that the past three or four months have been Monday had been pretty, um, you know, less volatile is the only word I can really kind of describe it. a it's a really low range forecast for those that are already alpha crunchy members. You kind of know what I'm talking about, but it's really kind of a low range, sideways, choppy looking look from the forecast. So those are the days that I wanted to uh, back test selling iron condors on Friday and looking for that profit. So here's what I did on Friday, about 15 minutes before the close. I sold a three-day-to-expiration iron condor that would expire on Monday. Obviously, if Monday or Friday was closed, it wouldn't take the trade. It's an exact exact DTE-type thing. And I put the short strikes at Delta 20, so we sold a Delta 20 call, we sold a Delta 20 put, and then we bought the wings uh, or the outside strikes five points um, above and below those options. So we had a five-point wide credit spreads, and we had uh, the short strikes at Delta 20, and I placed a target of 75% of the max credit. I, When I first did this with 50, 50% max credit, it had a really good rate, so I bumped it up to 75 just to see what that did. And over the past three months or so, it had a 100% win rate and made about $1,700 trading just a single contract at a time. There were 13 trades, 13 winners. And the interesting part is I went ahead and ran for fun, I guess I ran the same trade from the beginning of the year. Cause I was like, well, maybe this has nothing to do with the forecast. Maybe this is just a winning strategy is just basically selling that weekend premium. And it it had a couple of losers and I ran it from the beginning of the trade or beginning of the year. And there were about 25 trades with an 88% win rate. Uh, but it only made a few hundred more dollars. It made about $2,000. So when I think about Win rate, yes, eighty-eight percent win rate is high. However, if you're just blindly trading it every week, yes, that seemed to work out for this year. I didn't test it back in previous years, but by using the forecast, I was able to increase my win rate and actually traded a lot less. So I traded maybe half the time, and I did make less money. I made seventeen hundred versus two thousand. But um, think of all those weekends that you didn't have to place that trade and be wondering what's going to happen on Monday morning. So it was definitely helpful to have that forecast um, forecasting Mondays being, you know, more quiet. Um, And it's been a pretty, you know, either way, it's been a winning trade this year. Uh, Obviously, it was, in my opinion, a little bit better with the forecast. So again, this is very preliminary research. I haven't traded this yet. But I'm something I'm going to really start to consider is putting on maybe just one contract on Fridays, if the forecast is, you know, relatively flat, and just kind of that trade and see what that would look like. I'll probably do 50% max profit to start with, but I thought it was something that uh, I'd like to share with you guys. Hope it helped and sort of a continuation of last week's episode. So if you haven't checked that one out, check out the zero DTE version and talk a little bit more about iron condors. Hope that you you enjoyed this uh, strategy session and thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.